<laughs> How's it going, everybody? <laughs> We're here. The Last Choice Podcast. We're back. It's uh, myself, James, J, the JT3, and Ender the Bull bringing you the gaming news of the week. Today, Ender, looks like Sony strikes back. They buy Bungie. Was it a strike back? Like, do you feel like it's that strike back? I mean, I mean I, I, that, at people first... have been saying that, but this is the first time that I've looked at something. And again, I, I don't want to downplay this. I'm not trying to downplay it. I, I, I'm just going to play devil's advocate here for a second. Yeah, of course. Of when I see a $3.6 billion deal go down, I'm like, oh, that's nice. We just had a $70 billion deal go down last week, but your 3.6 isn't bad. <laughs> I mean, it just feels like it's a drop in the hat compared to what happened last week. I think it's irresponsible journalism by some people obviously trying to create clicks and hype when they say that Sony is striking back because there's no way that Microsoft announces the deal a week or so so ago. And then Sony's like, hey, Bungie, uh, what are you doing? How how about we buy you before Microsoft does? So now striking striking back would be like a bungee been talking for a while correct yeah well maybe i mean it didn't seem like sony or it didn't seem like microsoft was talking that long to activision when they went to buy it but i don't feel like bungee was in the same situation that activision was in i mean i wasn't hearing about like crazy internal issues antitrust law like not antitrust but uh uh, sexual harassment lawsuits they did have some of that they had some of that going but they have they're actively trying to clean because they used to be owned by activision some of it passed over to absolutely Um, but like i just think i just think i i I feel like that's kind of clickbaity i kind of agree with you there of like they're striking back i think no they just maybe pushed up the date they would announce this deal a little bit farther and striking back would be like Bungie still owned like old school halo one through three and like now they have the sony has three games of ip that they're able to make like classic games on but they don't you know Bungie handed all that over to microsoft when they when they asked for it to be independent at that point when they were backdoor dealing in a deal with uh, activision at that time yeah. To to make Destiny. Like that's if you kind of look at it, Destiny is kind of that like Halo-ish type of game that they kind of wanted to get away from Halo and go do it. And they gave everything to what three four three at that point? Correct. Yeah. I mean, I do know that that you know that's one of the reasons they left in the first place is that they wanted to make something new. And Microsoft at the time, of course, this is pre-Phil Spencer being in charge. This is old Microsoft, was like, no, we only want you to make Halo. It's kind of like you know, they were top of the food chain. You know, Call of Duty hadn't really yeah. taken the official mantle yet. And they were like, no, we want to make this Destiny game. And Microsoft's like, no. So they're like, okay, we're going on our own. Um, and, of course, they started to run out of money. It's how they got involved with Activision at the time. Not, but they are stable. Now, let's um, – before I bring up this article from The Verge, uh, Jay Peters is looks like who wrote this. Um, just – you wake up this morning – and I know you said it just kind of feels like not that big of a deal compared to the Activision. But what was your first thought? Your very first like overreaction when you saw this? Like, I, don't, I didn't really have an overreaction to it. Like, like in all honesty, like I read it and I was like, it, it makes sense. Like, I didn't have that big of a reaction. Like I, I, nothing surprised me there that they did that. Um, 
and the, and the price seemed right. Like I, I did, it just wasn't this like crazy. I think the overwhelmingness of the Activision deal and all the studio, like what 20 studios involved with that. And then Sony announces a one studio deal. I just don't feel like there was any reaction to the deal other than, um, but back of my head, my first thought was, Oh shit. Do they have halo? Like, yeah. like I didn't, I was like, where, where's the intellectual property land on halo? Like I know Bungie made the first game. Yeah. So, or, or yeah, first they made three, everything through three. Uh, yeah. Through reach. three. Yeah. So, so I was like, I was like, where does that intellectual property land? I'm like, Microsoft's not dumb enough to lose that intellectual property when they went off to be on their own to make a game. So like, that's the first overreaction that I have is like, Oh shit. PlayStation owns halo. They're going to be playing <laughs> yeah. halo on PlayStation. But then it's like, no, they're not like, okay, you, you know, that's not true. But if you want to think of like an overreaction, that was probably it. And yeah. um, I think the other part that may have been a little bit of a reaction was another exclusive, like, okay, here's the exclusive battle now. And, and are we going to start getting into this? Like who's next? And I think that's the next piece that went through my mind of like, okay, here's a big, here's the Blizzard purchase, uh, the Activision Blizzard purchase. Here's the Bungie purchase. Where's the EA purchase? Like, which one of these guys are going to come in and swoop up EA? Because we don't talk a lot about EA. Well, Sony, but the, there, it keeps being rumored that Sony's been talking to them. And, and I don't doubt that. You think about all the titles underneath of them that they have, all the sports titles except for 2k which is okay they own baseball which is now you know microsoft actually got the drop on them there but they, it is it was it used to be a exclusive to them i mean the it's MLB their the studio show. sony studios yeah, actually sony makes studio the makes it mlb the show so they have that so 2k would be for basketball and i'm guessing hockey does ea make hockey uh, or is it 2K? Yeah, it's 2K make, for no, hockey. No, 2K doesn't make hockey anymore. They so use EA. So 2K EA. just makes basketball. 2K basketball and wrestling now. Okay, so you, the WWE you're not going to get, which honestly, but that's under the trailer it, looks the 2K is awesome. all under Take Two Interactive, right? Isn't Take that, Two, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they own them. So, so uh, you don't you don't have those two, but now you get Madden. You know, you get you get the Need for Speed franchise. So you get you get you get something to fight Forza. Like if you think about, it, they grab Need for well, Speed got, under EA. They got their Gran Turismo. Not the same thing though. So Gran Turismo is a sim that would yeah, go. So, so I'm is, sorry, so Forza, Forza Horizon. Motorsport. Forza Horizon. Okay, gotcha. So Forza Horizon, they have a co competitor to Forza Horizon, which they don't really have. That's exclusive. Uh, they have a competitor to Forza Motorsports, which is the, and it's not even really a competitor because Gran Turismo is so much better as a sim. Um, is there a mute button in here? Oh, Excuse Gran Turismo by far as a sim racing game. I mean, we. I think you need to just slow your roll a little bit until the new Forza no, no, Motorsport no, no, comes no. out. And 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 I've been waiting for the new Gran Turismo for 14 years. Uh, it feels like. Uh, so we'll see what Gran Turismo looks like. Gran Turismo Sport was great. If you go look at the sim racers, they're not using Forza. Forza just got end of life. You can't buy it anymore. Yeah, it's been they're, so they're, long they're since they've done an actual force, but it took them so long to do a Forza Motorsport game that they end of life it before they had it. 
So, but but anyway, you think of like who's next? Like EA is up on that plate, and that could be a huge acquisition. And the other thing that I think you're we're kind of forgetting in the Microsoft side of the world is that it only put them at number three. Yeah. That whole Blizzard activation only put them at three. Sony's still above them. Yeah. Um, I'll tell you my my overreaction at first was like, oh, oh, there goes Destiny. And, you know, we have uh, Master Shadows, Taylor Brown, that's on a lot of our shows. Huge Destiny player. We, that's how we all kind of met, became friends. We've been playing Destiny for years. And I posed the question to him. You know, he was, you know, he's up on his little Xbox high horse a little bit about them buying all this and possibly making some stuff exclusive. And I said, so you're telling me right now, if Sony were to buy Bungie and immediately made Destiny exclusive, and we're talking about a guy that has put thousands of thousands of thousands of hours, would you go buy a PlayStation to play, to play Destiny? Would you, would you do it? Would you bite the bullet? And he said no. He said he would just find another game to play, and and it, I think that's easy to say no. But it made me think. It made me think. You know, if if Microsoft pulls Call of Duty or pulls these games from these Sony people, does it does it make Sony people want to buy an Xbox? And I guess maybe the answer really is no. They'll just find something else to play. That was kind of the point behind it. But I don't feel. I don't. And maybe I'm being naive here. I don't feel. Call of Duty and Destiny are on the same wavelength, though. Like, I feel like you're gonna get people to go buy a, an Xbox console for Call of Duty because of where. Like, let me rephrase that. If they don't write the ship quickly, <laughs> you may not have that. But if you if we jump back six months, nine months before the blow up of Caldera and everything. I think you're going to have people buying Xboxes to play Call of Duty. I mean, maybe. Like I, said, I don't but- think you're going to get people to buy PlayStations to, to play Destiny. Like, I played it for like three hours. You hate, you hate anything that's not Call of Duty. We've already established that. No, no, no. no. I've, I've put in more PUBG, time in Halo. Awful I've, game. I've rocked Halo. Destiny, I, I was never, awful game. I was never a Battle Royale fan. Never. When they first came out, I didn't like them. Call of Duty was the the only reason I went to Call of Duty Battle Royale was because all of the people I played with shifted over. Yeah, and then I got there. But if you would, if you find me before, you'd find me in Call of Duty multiplayer, Modern Warfare, grinding it out in there until people got on to play a Warzone, and then I'd play Warzone with them, and I'd go back to multiplayer. Like I've always been multiplayer because of the competitive side to things. So let's you know let's jump over here. Uh, well, Miss Miss Shadow has a, a comment. Yeah, she there. did say uh, that Master Shadows brought me over to the dark side. I was super nervous when I initially heard this. Yeah, um, it turns out there's nothing to be nervous about. As we can see, Jay Peters here on the Verge. We kind of go into this uh, article a little bit. Uh, Three point six billion dollars. Original creators of Halo. Of course, Microsoft does keep Halo. Uh, Bungie will, uh, quote, continue to independently publish and creative and creatively develop our games. Bungie CEO Pete Parsons writes in a blog post. So what I have heard, Ender, and we can go a little bit more into this. Bungie is completely staying independent, just like they were with Activision. Of course, Activision had their input and all that, but, but Bungie was able to do pretty much creatively whatever they wanted. 
it looks like, according to this, and it, and of course, I'm not trying to be naive. Microsoft said a lot of things when they first bought Bethesda in the closing out Bethesda, and then as soon as it was official, they pulled things. Uh, I do believe that Destiny itself will stay multi-platform. I think the community is too big. Uh, I think that's the console world of Warcraft for all, for better, for worse, whether you like it or don't like it. It is the closest thing the console has to a community like that indebted into. I mean, they finally embraced it basically being a shooter MMO, this old share world shooter genre they were trying to invent didn't make sense. So that's going to stay independent. Uh, and then apparently they're going to still be making their own games. Now, what I find interesting is they have a well, new one, game. One new game. They do have a new game that is set to come out in 2025. Right yeah. now, this game is, I believe, the game that is backed by a lot of money from Tencent. So I don't understand. And, no, and again, what's frustrating to me is there's a lot of people, you've got Destin Legary over at IGN just screaming at from the rooftops about how, why is no one covering the fact that Tencent is is doing a ton of stuff? Why is no one talking about any of this stuff? Why why is it always Sony versus Microsoft? Why isn't Tencent involved? And here you they go, Sony, Sony buying out Bungie, but they're still slated to come out with this game that Tencent basically is financing. So, uh, you know, how, how does that work? I, I don't really understand. You know, you go into a little bit of Q&A here. Question, as a Destiny 2 player, does Bungie becoming part of PlayStation have an immediate impact on how I play and experience Destiny? No, our commitment is to Destiny 2 as a multi-plat game with full cross-play remains unchanged. We want you to play The Witch Queen on February 22nd, 2022 on the platform of your choice. Now, again, that brings me back to... So that, that's an interesting call out where they call out, we want you to play this very specific one Yeah, on any platform you want. We didn't say anything about the future. Now, if you remember, when, you didn't play a lot of Destiny, but when Destiny first came out, no. uh, being on Activision, of course, Sony had all their little backside deals with Activision. Constantly, Destiny was ruined by having exclusive content away from the PC and Xbox crowd that only went to PlayStation. So a lot of your top streamers were streaming only on PlayStation. They didn't like it because, it, you know, it's tough to stream, not be on a PC. I mean, this isn't today. This is, you know, six, seven years ago. It was a lot more difficult with the capture cards and all that. And these guys didn't like it. And But there was things that happened in the game that you could only get on PlayStation. Now, here we are again, and I, and I worry... Like you said, we want you to play The Witch Queen on February 22nd of 2022 on the platform of your choice. It just, I love my Xbox, but it just reminds me of the things Phil Spencer said before Bethesda went official. And this, we're going to honor our contractual obligation. So yes, Deathloop and Ghostwire Tokyo go into PlayStation, but we're pulling everything else. So... This has already been advertised, already been contracted, already got stuff on Xbox. It's been on Game Pass. I can tell you right now, Destiny's probably never coming back to Game Pass. Not like this, right? So, uh, yeah, I mean, I mean the I wording of yeah, that, doesn't that make good, you worry? I, it, I think it leaves it open for them. It's a public statement that leaves it open for them to make changes. So I think a lot of lawyers went into what that blog post looked like and made sure that everything that was in there 
that they said was easily reversible and easily explained as they walked through because they wouldn't put that out without a lawyer looking through it and giving them the ability to do that. But I mean, I think, I think the whole like 10 cent thing is, is, uh, is a bigger deal than, than we kind of make it out to be because like 10 cent owns what 5% of Activision blizzard. So like even in the Activision Blizzard deal, like 5% of that is just going to your competitor right off the bat. Like 5% of that 70 billion is going right to those guys because yeah. they own it. They don't lose their percentage points. Correct. You know, they're, they're not losing that. They still got to pay them. So I think they're they're more of an investment company. And when you kind of look at them overall, like they have the NBA deals. They're doing a lot of the other stuff to stream in China and, and different places there. So we just don't pay that much attention to them because it is more of a um I'm gonna come in and buy the studio and I don't have a console. I think we're always in the console wars yeah. here in the US. You know, it's always Nintendo, Sony, and Xbox. And we want to see who's selling more consoles, who's selling more consoles. But we're starting to prove here these deals aren't for the consoles. These deals are for the software Correct. that are going on to them. Because the consoles aren't really making you money anymore. You're not making that much money off of the hardware because the, honestly, we're at the point to where the cost of making the hardware is the same as almost what they're selling them for. Like there's no margins in hardware. Uh, there's barely well, even margins and accessories anymore. So you're making with, it off of the games and subscription services with you saying that. And we talk about this statement about, they specifically said, we want you to play the Witch Queen on this date on the platform of your choice. But then they have another question. Bungie has future games in development. Will they now become PlayStation exclusives? No. We want the worlds we are creating to extend to anywhere people play games. We will continue to be self-published, creatively independent, and we will continue to drive one unified Bungie community. I mean, that kind of takes away some of the fear, but it's like, why didn't you just say that in the first place? Why did you have to be so specific about? Uh, you know, why can't you again, just say, maybe, listen, no, maybe it's a, maybe it's a marketing thing. Like I want to get as many times in there, the name of this coming out at that point, but I don't think that that is true. Like I, I hands down going to say, are you, are future games going to not be? No, they're going to be exclusive. If you want your streaming service to work, they're going to be exclusive unless you're going to go at what I feel the Microsoft model is going to be is get it on every platform as possible. But that ain't the Sony way. No, it's got that, that is that is not the Sony way. It, it may come on. You may be able to stream it on Sony TVs. Like like something like that. And yeah. it's built into their own TV. But Microsoft will go out there and throw their their software and everything known to mankind. They, they don't, they've already done it. Like, and you get in your car. Microsoft owns that software. Yeah. Like they own the software in just about everything that's out there. They are great at writing software and selling it to whoever the hell wants it. Well, so he doesn't play that game. Let me throw something at you here. As, as much as, you know, I'm, I'm a big Xbox fan. Of course I play on PC as well. Um, and I do, I do own a PlayStation. I don't have a PS five cause you can't find them as uh, snap and next says, I got our, a, I got a, our, I got a PS four. Um, I don't play it, but I have it. I can I can have access to those games. It's my Blu-ray player. I kind of <laughs> I kind of like that Sony got 
someone that's a little bit more bigger and relevant versus these kind of indie studios they keep taking on. And the reason I like it is the same thing. Microsoft's still catching up. Like you said, they're still third. But it keeps it it keeps the two companies competing. So maybe maybe it's better for us. Maybe Sony threatens to, to pull Bungie to be exclusive. So so Microsoft's okay, we'll keep Call of Duties and stuff like that multi-platform. So they keep their stuff multi-platform. Maybe we start getting more games. Maybe you'll start seeing some of these, you know, knock on wood. So, maybe a maybe a Spider-Man game will show up on an Xbox because and the way I look at it this way, it it it's the more places you can sell something, the more money goes to those teams. The developers can make more money. They're paid better. They want to stay there. They stop leaving. Like we said, all these great developers, they keep leaving. How many times do you hear the original the original development team from Bungie, the original development team from Infinity Ward, the original development team from Naughty Dog Studios? Yeah, but that so, happens, though. You so get, if these get, guys make more money, turn. I mean, look what look what they did. You, you talked about earlier. Look what they did with um, MLB The Show. Now it's everywhere, even despite being on Game Pass. And, of course, Sony's going to get a ton of money for them putting it's it on Game to Pass. going to Nintendo now, too. And now it's going to come to the Switch. That studio is going to get more money for that game than they have ever had before. Yeah. yeah. For a independent studio, multi-platform is the game. You have to be out there to maximize the revenues that you're going to get because you need to be purchased as much as possible. For games that are under the umbrella of the corporate umbrella, I don't know if the money has to come from everything under the moon. I think you're okay with taking a different hit for having the exclusivity of that game to the game that we used to play sell consoles. So I think the console selling the the exclusiveness only matters when the new gen console is coming out because that's, what's going to sell the console after that. You don't see a lot of exclusives when there's not a console coming out. The exclusives are wrapped around when they come out. Now you may have releases throughout the years that boast the sales. You see exclusives come out around Christmas. You see stuff come around those times where they want to sell more consoles. I don't think Microsoft, I think Microsoft and Sony are getting smart enough to know the game is not selling hardware anymore. The game is selling in-game transactions. Call of Duty built the model. Hell, Blizzard built the model. Like, at the end of the day, Blizzard started having in-game transactions in World of Warcraft, Hearthstone, all of those things that they had. They kind of And there's games before it. You know, mobile actually built the in-game transaction platform, and people just took the microtransactions and exploded it. So I think they're getting smarter. But in order to sell the console, I got to have an exclusive. And if not, I got to have something that's going to make someone want to buy my thing and and is is it the cool are are we going to go apple cool factor no none of these companies can pull that shit off like they like they can't pull off that i am this lifestyle brand so they have to do it with exclusives 
But could I see the exclusives like this is exclusive to Xbox Gamecast or Sony, whatever McCall it that they want that they're going to spread out and you can play them on both different devices if you want to. But if you play it on an Xbox, you get these extra skin stuff. But if you play it on the PlayStation, you get an extra level, you know, that you didn't have in the other game or something that's a little bit different. So. I think we've said everything we need to say on the topic and time is going to tell where we're going to go. We've had our, you know, if, if people haven't heard it, go back and listen to the Activision, uh, Microsoft Activision one. That's probably one of the best podcasts we've had out there. So yeah, please go back and listen to it. And we have a lot that we said in there. We could say here too. different scale, but I think it's the same, same topic here. Um, yeah. and, and how you're going to end up going about winning this war. But no one's talking about Mr. Nintendo. So who's the next sure. guy to make a move? They're still selling more. They're still selling. I don't think uh, more consoles. I don't think, I don't think they buy a studio. No, I don't but think man, they buy a studio, but, but man, I think the, the, the sky would fall. If, if all of a sudden tomorrow we woke up and it says, Nintendo purchases but, EA. But when it comes, <laughs> oh, that would be, dude, that would be the overreaction. Like, I would go nuts. I'm like, Mario Madden, let's go. Come on now. You got Mario. Let's bring Donkey, Mario, Donkey Kong as my quarterback. Battlefield Mario. Oh, Battle God. Royale. That's my, that, that, there's why no one's buying EA right now. Take they, over they the saw Battlefield. <laughs> they saw what happened to Battlefield. But I think I think the the thing about Nintendo is they have been the ones to make innovative consoles. Not more powerful and the greatest graphics in the world, but damn the Wii was fun. Yeah. And you know what? The Switch was a knockout. I was like, they're never gonna beat the Wii. And they put out the Switch, and I'm like, this thing's good. Like I could do the same things I did with the Wii. And I can hold it in my hand and yep. play when I travel. Yeah, they nailed it. Nintendo will nail the consoles and crush these guys in the console world over and over and over again. And they'll do their own exclusive games. They'll have their Marios. They'll have their Metroid. They'll have all their stuff that, that they own. And we're going to love it forever. And they're going to they're gonna win the long, the long game. All right. Well, you get the final word here. Here's my, here's my question to you to end the episode. Oh. Who? Okay. So, obviously... We talk about Microsoft has way more money, 25 times probably the size of Sony. So they're able to but buy way a, more investments. They're able to buy a Activision where Sony's buying the smaller ones like a Bungie, things like that. My question to you is we were worried about Tencent coming in, but there, there are a couple of companies out there just tr dying, dying to, to throw their hats in the ring. Who does it first? Facebook, Google, or Amazon, who buys one of these, whether it's a Take-Two or an EA, who does it first? Hmm. He's thinking. <laughs> I mean, I think if I had to choose one right now, the one that's positioned well enough to compete based off of the infrastructure things that they have would probably be Amazon. Okay. They just launched New World. So they have their AAA studio that's up and running. So they're understanding how to do that. 
They have Twitch. So they're kind of understanding the game world, but they're kind of not at the same time because we all know the issues that we've had with Twitch and things at that point. But I think the other one is they have their thing called the Luna that's coming out right now that has the subscription that you can get early access to, which is like their Stadia type deal, which is having early access or has access to Ubisoft Plus. Yeah. So you're already starting to see them step into that game. And that's a money, it's a money hungry world. And you're in the, nobody has that deep of pockets to compete with them if they wanted to. All so right, guys. that would be my direction. Do I think it's going to happen? Probably not, but they're dipping their toe in it. Well, I think if it happens, you guys heard it here first. Ender, Ender predicting Amazon will be the first, uh, first big, Big hat in the Netflix, ring. Netflix gaming. Hey, maybe Netflix gaming. Maybe that's how they make it. US Bobber. <laughs> Netflix gaming. Thank you very much, guys, for uh, listening to us on another episode of the Last Choice GamerCast. And we will talk to you guys soon. Bye.